0: They always have 1 million downloads per episode, even before the Internet was invented. Their holiday taste testing ended the Great Depression. Ronald Reagan has forgotten everything except them. The Great Wall of China was built when they asked for a little privacy. They are the most interesting podcasters
1: in the world.
2: We don't always listen to radio on the Internet. But when
1: we do, we listen to ourselves on The Break Room. Welcome to episode 122 of The Break Room. Can you smell what the Charles
3: is cooking? Give me the green
2: light Give me just one night to go right
4: now. I'm ready All right. To go right now. Welcome to episode 122 of the Break Room. 122. Yep. I am your bus driver for
3: the day, Chop Chop Chopper Dave, and now your pilot, Mean Old Mark. I'm the dirty pilot. <laughs> you are very dirty. We're rather lonely today. I know.
4: Dirty, dirty's the real dirty. Dirty is gone. I know. This is damn radio.
3: The Dave and Mark Show. That's
4: that's true. That's a good one. That's right. That's a good surveying. It is a (laughs) good surveying. Most things are. Um, All right. You want to get the. I think uh, just as a warning, it's going to be a short show. Probably. Probably pretty short. Unless we like slowly just hit it off and start talking crazy all the time. We may do a filibuster. I don't know. I feel weird because I'm like facing this way and you're way over there. I know. I think I need to turn my chair a little bit. I (laughs) got to sit in my old spot. (laughs) (laughs) Go across the room. (laughs) Um, Uh, We're probably going to have some uh, music beds help fill the dead air right from having dirty dirty not playing drops so
3: much right because I can't really find much of anything on this damn board (laughs) well and plus if you're just playing drops all the time you won't be able to talk to me and I'll be all by myself yeah it's amazing most of our drops are in the uh, mark no the April 3rd 08 folder because we have these for those who most of you don't know we do supposedly show specific drops by the date and then we'll just delete them well we've never done that so everything's in the April 3rd folder but uh, it's rather hard to find things but he figures
4: it's easier to keep it all in one place than Yeah, you to search around for it in I organized guess. folders.
3: I guess, yeah. I uh, we I tried organizing one time and then uh, that was when Tom's the tank was on. We organized them and then uh well, you see what happened after that. So, so um you want to start with a
4: uh, start with a let's start with the email. Sounds good. We've got one email from I guess a listener. Um, if they're not a listener, they know a lot about our show. Starts out in go in. It's pretty good guessing if he doesn't really know if he doesn't really listen to the show. Yeah, it's it's uh, from Adam, and it starts out in go in. Hey guys, long-time listeners, first time emailer. Just wanted to let you guys know that I love the show. It's honest. It honestly is the best podcast out there. No bullshit. Keep up the greatness, and I look forward to listening to episode one twenty one. So he's an episode so behind. he's an episode behind. Also, does Thomas still hate the Mexican? <laughs> signed adam out go out
0: out out go out
3: thank you adam thank you adam um i don't know i don't know if thomas still hates mexicans he always has i don't know why it would change just because he quit the show yeah i mean really why would one change such a stance as that um i still hate the mexican so i would
4: imagine he does probably yeah um we have a couple voicemails a couple yes to say the least The show's going to be a little odd because I'm running the bus and I'm not quite as smooth at getting around the computer as Mark. Fine, we'll take we'll take a few bumpy turns. I have the uh, keyboard on the left hand side of the key, the mouse on left hand side of the keyboard, and I'm sitting on the right hand side of the mouse (laughs) with the monitors on the right. You can move the mouse. I'm sitting on the left. Okay, the mouse is on the left hand side of the keyboard. Yeah, I'm on the left hand side of the mouse, and the monitors are on the right hand side of the mouse. So it's an odd computer setup you got. I don't understand how you do it this way.
3: Uh, It's been an adjustment. I got the hand aids, and I had to switch mouse sides, so so <laughs> here's our first voicemail.
0: Hey, break room, I ain't got nothing to say this week, so I figured I'd give you a top five list. These are the top five songs I'm listening to on my iPod right now. Coming in at number five, Roger Badouris with Get Used To It. Coming in at number four from Christopher Cross, the fantastically soothing. <laughs>
2: This <laughs> is a fantastic
0: song And I'm trying to get to the Fucking chorus right now <laughs> This hurts me
2: it's a little tinny
4: Anal He's trying, though.
0: Coming in at number three, another classic from Paul Davis. It's called I Go Crazy. <laughs> I
2: go crazy. When I look in your eyes, I feel okay.
0: Coming is number two Falling in Love by Hamilton Joe Franken Reynolds yeah
2: oh my god
4: I can't skip it dude it's
0: coming on the number one song on the on the heads iPod right now Benny Martonis is in the night
4: so you want to be a player but the wheels ain't so not
2: Hope you
0: enjoy my
3: head. Probably. Yeah. Are. All right. So a little Whoa. production value there from the head. I admire that. I the, well uh, could use a little more production head. value. I love you, head. You know I love you.
4: Come to Texas, and we'll let you record that in our studio.
3: I didn't realize he was uh, such into the uh, R&B flavor. Now, I'm wondering, he has two more voicemails,
4: it looks like, to us yeah. that we're about to play. I wonder if one of them is a apology for sending that voicemail that was almost three minutes long. I guess we'll see. I love you, Head. I love you. And thank you for helping us fill time. Yes, because but- God knows we need it. I have no idea what any of those songs were, and that kind of. I understood writers. Christopher
3: Cross sailing, which I that could really be on. The head any, has a tender side, yeah, very tender. I, I would, you know I, I I was kind of expecting death metal when I picture the head. I think a big, burly, hairy, like six foot three man with giant pectorals and wears red and black flannel, and probably carries a, a hard hat at all times. I was thinking an axe, maybe an like axe. He's just chopping trees down all day. Well, you have to have a hard hat for that as well. I was thinking more of a steelworker type, but, and then he breaks out crisscross with, or uh, not crisscross, Christopher Cross with "Sailing Away." That could be on a gay list, my friend. That's true. Yeah, he. It's even
4: better if he does actually look like that, and that's on his iPod, <laughs> and he's blasting that while he's at work in the pipe shop. <laughs> All right, here's his next voicemail.
0: You might want to save this till the end of the episode because I'm going to talk about the latest episode of The Shield. Oh, no. Oh, God. No. Oh, no. oh, God.
4: Oh, God. Thanks for the warning. Here's his next one. His next Appreciate voicemail. you,
0: pal. And one more thing. Vic's
4: wife. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll save both those for the end of the show. We should probably pre-screen these, but it's not as fun. It's really not. It's not as fun. We, have, a, we have a voicemail from Random Number. Alright Which I don't know
3: where Where is uh I don't know where the 619 is Let
4: me see if I can't figure that
3: out real Just quick Just type in 619 area code and goog there We reach way across the room to the keyboard <laughs> With your fantastic four we We've looked this
4: area code up before it looks like Looks like San uh, Diego. I bet this is one traveling bear uh, Maybe so Here we go Hey, what's
1: up, break room It's Traveling Bear A.K.A. Trevor Yeah, sorry I didn't call in last week, with the uh, Vegas details, Um, I've been working 16-hour days the last two weeks on the movie set. Yeah, we're making a movie that I wrote, Um, so yeah, it's finally done, but anyhow, Vegas. Um, Yeah, my friend Paul and his now-wife, Kelly, got married. Um, Kind of uneventful, actually, hate to disappoint you, but... uh, yeah, we drove out there. Um, I did not block out uh, before we got to Vegas. I had trouble staying on the road when we, once we got to the desert, which was kind of rough, but uh, the little Paul helped me out. Um, yeah, uh, it was really funny, actually, when I called, because what happened was we got in the car after the Weezer show let out, and they were piss drunk, and I was piss drunk, and they were smoking weed and all that. We get in the car and say, "Hey, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call this uh, this podcast I listen to and all that." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 call them up, call them up." And I called you guys like within ten seconds. They're like passed out in the back, like they were fucking gone. It was insane. Um, yeah, um, it's been a couple weeks now. And they're still married. Um, to be honest, this is not the first time that I've driven uh, friends of mine out to Vegas to get married, and. um... I think I've done it four times? Yeah, this is the fourth time I've done it, I think. That's right, yeah. Um, And you know what? Three of those four marriages are still together. And they've been together for at least a couple years now. So I've been doing this a while. And uh, I think that I'm a good luck charm in that department. Um, But anyway, yeah. But yeah, uh, it was fun. I I did did not spend the whole day in Vegas in my bathrobe. Uh, The newlyweds were nice enough to buy me some clothes when we got out there. Um, so, anyway Yeah, um, I'm pretty tired I have to go back to the movie set now And, uh, keep shooting this movie Um, I wrote this movie And it's going pretty well And all that, um, maybe I'll send you guys A copy when it's all done and edited and everything So, anyway Um, yeah, rock on Talk to you later but, oh, he's a big bear. He's a
4: big bear. He does sound a
3: tired. Very big bear. He just sounds really sounds tired. Fucking
4: tired. He sounds like he's about to die.
3: But it sounds like I need to go hang out with him in San Diego because guarantee we will go to a concert and then I will be married within 24 hours. <laughs> he has a he has an odd obsession with that. It is four.
4: Now is he, is he times in, that, in a row? That's pretty good. Is he the one that works for uh, Dark Horse uh, or I with think he Dark used Horse? Or or I don't, th- I don't know if he does
3: anymore. That was I believe that was Trevor. Uh, yeah. He used to have a. Uh, he's the one talking about
4: uh, talking about our reviews of I think the so, movie.
3: If I remember correctly, yeah, he
4: loved my. But that, he loved that I loved Hellboy.
3: He's yeah. He sounds like a, a tired bastard. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. Send us a copy of your movie mm-hmm. if you want. You don't have to, obviously, but we could we could get it on the website. Get you some. Maybe get you on the front <laughs> yeah. page.
3: I don't know that I would want to. Like, I feel I would feel bad criticizing it. Like giving a review of someone that's. Oh, no, friend. We'll just promote it. We'll promote it, and I'll watch it. Uh, and I'll say it's good even if it's not. All
4: right, there you go. But I just won't talk. I'll send you a private voicemail telling you it sucks. But on the air, we'll say it's awesome.
3: <laughs> I just I feel. And hopefully, weird it is about awesome. That. I don't know. Yeah, I hope it is too. I would, you know. But yeah,
4: you know, I bet we have enough pull with uh stephen mike, stephen mike, stephen mike that we could get you on the front page of the website. For oh a yeah,
3: absolutely. We could probably screen it exclusively on popsyndicate.com. We probably could. Right,
4: and could probably Sweden. get him to give it away as a prize or something on Facebook. Probably true. It's a good point. Of course, he probably wants to make money instead of
3: just giving it away. So. Well, he's doing all those prizes. But what if he gets in theaters first? We may have to wait for the DVD Oh, no, no. I'm just saying give away one copy of it. But if it goes to theaters, we demand to be invited to the uh, red carpet party, the premiere. I will wear a bathrobe.
4: I will wear a tuxedo. And we'll get married afterwards. Right. (laughs) We'll We'll let you drive us to Vegas and get
3: married afterwards. That
4: sounds like a good plan.
3: Yeah, it does. We're all we're all about the safety on this show.
4: All right, so we're actually doing not too bad. We're in, made fourteen minutes with just right. voicemails and emails. Of course, it helps that four minutes of it was head. Four, yeah, and well, no,
3: traveling barrel is about two minutes long. Yeah, I'm saying, but you know, yeah, yeah, good point.
4: And we haven't even got all the way through all heads emails. I mean, voicemails. That's true. Um, just so y'all know, you can uh, check us out now on Twitter. We got a new Twitter page going. Uh, very good point. We're going to start updating the show there. It might actually be more. More up to date than the uh, forums. We have kind yeah. of been slacking off on that lately.
3: Yeah. So uh, and might even be more up to date than the website because I kind of slacked <laughs> off on that too. So um, that's uh,
4: wwwtwittercom room, Pretty easy. Yeah, and we're they can find you at Chopper Dave slash the Chopper Dave, and I'm at V Mark slash the Mark.
3: Right. And Dirty and, Dirty, uh, as always, refuses slash any form the, of the.
4: I don't. I don't like doing that type of stuff.
3: Yeah. com. Yeah, slash. I hate technology.
4: And I think Pop Syndicate's got one now going Do on. They? Slash Pop Syndicate or Lost in Sweden or Lost in Sweden ones. is Mike
3: Steffen. Mike Steffen. Mike Steffen. Mike. I think
4: he started another one, with Pop Syndicate. But I think they're kind of yeah. run together. I don't know.
3: Yeah, something he still promotes everything. Pop Syndicate on his own tweet, tweet, tweeter tweet. His own tweet. tweet.
4: All right. Um. You want to go straight into a uh, election talk now?
3: Let's go for it.
2: Our stories are singular, but our destiny is shared, and a new dawn of American leadership is at hand. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we proved once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope.
4: That's right, America. Fuck yeah, America. Fuck yeah. We
3: uh, we have a new president. Do we? we I don't want to wait. I don't want to spoil this. If you don't want to hear about the election results, <laughs> please just turn the podcast. If you're trying your to wait until on.
4: next year to know who the president is when he's actually right. inaugurated, <laughs> skip it now. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't we, want to hear about the shield, <laughs> we have a new president. President uh, Barack Obama, president-elect, sir. He's not the president yet. Well, he's basically.
3: He won pretty big time. I would say that he kicked some ass. You could call it a thrashing. I mean, it's. I feel bad for John McCain because he was such a, an honorable candidate. You know, as most political candidates go. So I feel bad for him that he did so badly electorally. However, he did pretty well in the in the popular vote.
4: Yeah, uh, it was about, what ten million, under. Uh.
3: Was it? At, I yeah, didn't think it was that much. It was Pretty high. Well, at, at one point, end. at one point By last night, it was like fifty to forty nine percent. Yeah, yeah, so.
4: yeah. By the end of the day today, it was, is that it was, what it was? it was? About ten okay. million or so. Well, fuck me. I could be a little off there, but it was pretty
3: high up there. Okay.
4: Which you know, ten million. Whenever you're talking about like a hundred and forty million, that's not that yeah, bad.
3: That's true. And I, you know what? After after two thousand four and after this, and I posted this on Twitter, but isn't it time we get rid of the electoral college? Honestly, it's. After as close as it was last time and as close as it was last night, maybe not now, I mean... I think so, too, for the most part.
4: Although, I was looking at these maps online today, and did you look at those maps I posted on Twitter?
3: Uh, Was it the Fox News ones?
4: No, it's these maps that show, like, the Electoral College versus the population and all this random... And it has, like, the map all distorted. Mm -mm. And, eh... It kind of makes sense. I don't necessarily like it because I'm in Texas. You know, yeah, because our, our vote doesn't our count. Vote doesn't really count, but it all kind of evens out. Yeah. I mean
3: – Maybe. I don't – I just don't – I think you would motivate more people to vote if they if their singular vote had more of a direct effect, which means you get rid of the electoral college because right now, like we just said, our, our votes here in Texas are completely see, wasted. I,
4: I I mostly agree with that, mostly. Yeah. The only reason I don't is because we still have places where you fill the ballot in by drawing in pencil in a little dot. Yeah. If it was all done electronic and it was all almost 100% reliable, I would say, yeah, let's go popular vote. Mm-hmm. But there's so many ways people can do
3: fraud still. Well, that's part of what the electoral college is supposed but to fight. You, you could do that even without the uh, – I mean without the electronic voting you could still – or yeah, with but, the electronic voting you could still fraud. Yeah,
4: but, in, yeah, but if you're in Texas and it's like 500,000 difference – yeah. That could matter in the popular vote, but then if it's – if that's not really accurate, it's not going to matter as much in the electoral college vote.
3: I I am surprised how – the lack of security – I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but the lack of security around voting because I went to vote yesterday morning uh, around, I don't know, 745 in the morning. And I went to the wrong polling place at first, of course. Even after I tried to warn you? I got snapped at. Well, I couldn't find it on my voter registration (laughs) card. I'm kind of an idiot. Anyways, I showed up to the, uh, to the second place. In the first place, they asked for my license and my voter registration card because I had not, um, I had, had a new registration card. At the new place, I handed them both to her, and she's like, I don't need your license. I just need your registration card. So I gave it to her. Uh-huh. She didn't even check my signature against what I signed on the paper, so I could have taken my voter registration card, gone out, found a day laborer, Handed it to him and say, go vote for Obama, or go vote for Bob Barr, or Alan Keyes. You know, I could have handed it to anybody, a million people, and they would have never known. And those votes probably would have never been invalidated. Yeah, but they, didn't they write your name down? Yeah, it doesn't, they didn't really, but they didn't check my signature. I, I know, mean, but, but,
4: it's, you're still only going to be able to vote one time with that card. I don't know. I just, I just that's think That's that's why it's not that big a deal, is if you have the voter registration card you can't just keep using it because they do keep a record of if that person has voted or not.
3: I, I'm just surprised that she didn't really pay attention to what I'm saying. Anybody, Whether or not it would have been invalidated later, uh, it still still would have had a big effect and anybody could have voted at the time, I think. Now, electronic voting, yeah, could, could provide ample security measures, but the problem is, somehow, I don't understand how this is so hard, people keep fucking up electronic voting machines. I could build one in probably one day. See, that's, I,
4: that's what I don't get. Um, I don't know what I was listening to the other day, but it's totally true, whoever said this. Yeah. I can log onto my bank account mm-hmm. and go back like five years, and it is perfectly exact down to the penny. Yeah. You cannot find a mistake. Yeah. But I they can't get one small voting machine right for I know
3: a few people. I'm not saying I could provide a totally hacker-proof solution in one day. But I could build you a simple UI that would track everything accurately and be able to print you a nice receipt for backup and would log it to your ID. I could do that in one day. I don't get the
4: whole – I just don't get the whole card thing and sticking it on the machine. And Why yeah. are they all so – why are all the machines self-standing? Why don't they all network in somewhere – where it can be recorded instantaneously i know
3: i know i don't get it either i don't understand the people
4: sitting there could go okay you're going to machine one click a button turn (laughs) machine one on and have it be set up for me
3: or make the voter registration cards make them like your driver's license where it's you swipe it it logs you in hello we can have an entire
4: plane system we can have the airline system that you can scan a barcode and it's got your ticket your your all your credit card information, everything is all centralized. Mm. They don't ever make mistakes on that. No, and if very they do, rarely, it's yeah.
3: very rarely. And when, P- when when stuff gets hacked, it's very rare, and it's found out almost immediately. You know, it, I don't understand how it's so hard for D and all these other fucking idiot companies to to do this shit. I don't
4: get it. And I had like you've got like, and like you said, you've got like hundred year old people running the things. Yeah, they're not going to know what to do if something goes wrong.
3: I know. Yeah, I know, and that's, well, that's you know what I scenario. didn't like.
4: This is one thing I didn't like was they had the voting machine set up. I would did it at a library. Yeah, they had the voting machine set up in like an L shape against one wall, yeah. against the two walls. They had it as an L shape, and then the line was like going into the room from one of the other sides, and you got the desk where all the people are sitting. But if you're standing in line, the last machine there is right next to the line, and anyone standing in line can just watch whoever is using that machine vote. Yeah, Not a, private at all. Like,
3: yeah.
4: uh, like clearly you can see it.
3: Yeah. Well, that's that's a problem. And then I don't, that's
4: what I don't like about the electronic one. Some of the places they have actual booths. That would be kind of, yeah. uh, much cooler. With like the that's curtains.
3: Just cooler, that yeah. That's
4: just a cooler experience.
3: Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't. I don't really care if anybody knows how to vote. But. Yeah. I
4: don't need. A, it would just be kind of cool. You know, go to a booth. Yeah. Draw the curtain. Have privacy. You know what you're voting is your own business. Yeah. It they just should feel a lot. As cooler. you mark them down, they should put the bump on a screen of what you're voting. <laughs> a little red or blue light goes off or, yeah. or yellow if it's independent. Right.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, at my polling place where I went, I felt like it was an elementary school, and which was kind of weird going back to an elementary school. But there was They were
4: teaching a class in the room.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they were having a fire drill. Um, at the first place I went, there was like five people with signs, right? At the elementary school, there was one guy, an Asian guy, holding up a sign outside for some Asian candidate. And he's like, hello, sir, please vote for Christina Yule or whoever. And I was like, all right. is you down. for No. I felt kind of – I don't know, man. <laughs> I would feel totally shitty having to have that job. I, I realize he's expressing his patriotism. but job. He's volunteering. You know what I'm saying. I would feel – I don't know. I would feel really shitty doing that. But then again, I probably would never do that. So. What I don't like is
4: there was a couple of schools I drove by that were voting places in. I know there's, like, rules about the distance you're allowed to do stuff at, but they had, like, a thousand signs out front as you drive up. Yeah. Really? All in the elementary school, like, right on the edge of the grass. But it was on their their property. Huh. But I guess it was maybe on this side of the sidewalk, so it's considered public, maybe. That is surprising. Just hundreds of them lining both sides of the elementary school. And most of them, which was retarded, were all for the same person. Like,
3: someone who went the night before and put, like, a thousand signs out for one person. There's nothing worse than sign yard. That is one of my biggest annoyances. Let me tell you something. If man, you still have a sign in your yard today, you need to go burn that son of a bitch. You know all those empty fields that have like the really big signs? Yeah. I wonder if people just
4: put those out there or if they have permission. They probably or if just they just, just go out there. out there and put them out there. Because yeah. some of those have like
3: big ass fence stakes holding yeah. them in. I imagine they just go, I imagine, yeah. I would imagine they just go put them out there. Who cares? Oh, man, it's so annoying. Although I would go, if I own that piece of land, I would go burn every one. I would get my tractor and go tractor them down. <laughs> I'll go find whoever put them. I thought I doing them. that
4: a few times while I'm just driving down the road because it just annoys me so much. Going and getting a tractor no, and running No, just driving down. my car up on the curb and just knocking all of them down as I'm driving.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome. Sign Yard is terrible, and it is one of the worst epidemics that plagues this country. Aside from AIDS and cancer, Sign Yard is like number three. It's it's terrible. It's it's, it's one of the worst then maybe bumper stickers. Um, aesthetics? Yeah, you know I I love it cuz there's somebody here in my building who like less than a month ago put on a McCain Palin sticker. She drives a Mercedes, you know, and she's a young professional female and I I laugh every no, time I see it. I posted it. this online and I told you about it. I had a lady at my work
4: that obviously is a Republican. She has had W stickers on her car every year. That's right. fine. She, she didn't have a McCain-Palin sticker on or anything this year. I was kind of surprised. Then I come out one day from work, and in her in her window, like, not the passenger window, but, like, the it's like a two-door car, you know? It has the little mini window right behind the passenger one. Yeah. Scotch-taped in there is a signed lithograph picture of McCain-Palin, like, signed, and it has, like, a little note at the bottom, like, Dear Mr. McCain, would you please do me the favor of signing this. So she and, ma- and she left that on there cuz he signed right where she wrote the, the the request for the signature at. Oh god. So she had to leave it on there. So, she so the whole a, thing is taped in there. So she
3: bought a photograph, mailed she it to signed, him, she it wrote it on it, his, yes. And said, "Would you sign well, this?" Oh, it was like typed onto the bottom of it or something. Okay, so, so she she's not she, printed it off from her computer. She damaged the photo to put instructions on there instead of just including a piece of paper. And then he signed it and then she put it up in her window. Yes, she taped it inside the window of her car, which that's fine if it's... Mc- I mean,
4: I don't care if it's McCain-Palin. I don't want... It's just goofy looking to have a signed picture taped to the inside yeah. of your car, no matter who it is.
3: I'm going to do that with David Hasselhoff off picture.
4: You should do that. Just have it in it all's glory out on the beach. Just <laughs> signed right on top. I love you, Mark. Baywatch picture. Yeah. And then Dear just have it taped Hawk, to the inside of your thing. Please sign my picture. It wasn't... I just kind of... It was crazy. Yeah. And she wasn't at work today. I wonder if she was like in depression or something. Probably.
3: It's... It's amazing how mad people got. Um, I mean, I heard what happened at the McCain rally. You talk about fanaticism, I guess. People, when he said that he's going to work with Obama, and then they you know, all booed. To, yeah, and they all booed him. Everybody who did that, you're a fucking idiot, and you deserve to be. I don't know. Have your mouth taped shut. I mean, I'm happy
4: Obama won. I'm obviously clearly for him. Right. But if McCain won, I would just be sad. I wouldn't be like mad. Yeah. And. I would be sad that America would vote that way because that's just not what I want. Right. But I wouldn't, like, think America is a bunch of idiots for doing it. Yeah. Now, George W. Bush, the second time, I thought America was idiots. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I was surprised. I pissed off about it, that. But McCain is not Bush. But it's hard to it's, And I can see the difference there. I don't treat yeah. everybody the same.
3: It's hard to, first of all, it's hard to beat an incumbent. Uh, so I'm not surprised that Bush won. Despite and not what he against
4: doing. Kerry, who was not a strong candidate right. to
3: start with, and McCain was ran a terrible campaign. And it was interesting. We we're talking about work today because for some reason we're a very political office, and uh, one of the guys in my office believes that McCain was just set up. Because I said I was really surprised Giuliani didn't become a candidate. He was saying, "Well, I think it was McCain was just set up to be a throwaway year because they knew they were going to lose." I don't know if I believe that necessarily, um, but he didn't run a very good campaign. In the end, I mean, Palin was a bad choice. Uh, you know, he made some really stupid statements. They should have had Giuliani as the vice president. I think that would have been a much better choice. I
4: would have had a better chance. They may still have lost. Um, I was watching something today or heard something today. They were just kind of like saying, you know, sometimes it's like you have the the team that wants to win, but yeah. they're going in against the unbeatable team. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't win. Sometimes, sometimes it's can't. just meant to be. Before it starts. I think there was a point where he
3: could have won before he picked Palin. But I think Palin was a huge mistake for him. I think it looked good like day number one. And then day number two, we really found out more about her because nobody knew about her. And then it all fell apart from there. And it was amazing how quickly it fell apart because she is completely incompetent. Oh, my God. She's so dumb. She is. And apparently there's some rumor that she's setting herself up for for the next election and the election after that to i be president.
4: am hoping that after about a month no one remembers who she is
3: oh that won't happen um i'll tell you this unless obama really f's things up in the next four years he will win the next election and he's got to really really tank it like bush did Man. to lose but now, after that it's anybody's game. whether
4: you like obama or not I I think it's I just love that we have a black president in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, and I, we're we're adopting from Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. It's really really awesome that we're going to bring our kid home to an America that has a black president.
3: But you're all, the weird thing is you're also adopting one of the white minority in, e- in Ethiopia. So I don't know why it's so awesome for you. You demanded a white Ethiopian. <laughs> it's just really awesome like you saw all the people like what's his
4: name? Those crying that they kept showing. Oh uh,
3: man, okay, so here's the deal, right? This freaking acceptance speech. I thought it was. I Obviously, I don't remember a lot of acceptance speeches, but as speeches go, it's one of the better speeches I've ever heard. Well, but I'll tell you what ruined it for me was fucking Je- Jesse Jackson. Are you kidding me? That fucking idiot? I hate Jesse Jackson. I don't care what. I, I mean, I respect the man for what he went through. I hate that they kept showing Oprah. But yeah, they kept showing Oprah in her big, stupid mug. Jesse Jackson crying, and I respect what he went through, and I respect some of the things he's done, but he's a general asshole, and he is the biggest buffoon on this planet, and barely knows how to talk. He ruined almost the entire thing for me, because they kept showing him. See, I think it was...
4: I think Brock could have said anything, because it's coming from someone that's going to be the president that doesn't talk like Bush. Yeah. we haven't had that for eight years. He's much more of a, uh... He's a little bit better of a speech giver. Uh... He makes his mistakes but he is a thousand times better than Bush is at giving speeches. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Did you hear what uh, Bush, he called uh, Obama last night, and he, like, said, it's so typical Bush. He basically said, you had such an awesome day. And he's, like, several, you know, like, non-presidential words, like awesome and things like that. It was was typical Bush. I think Bush, Bush is probably a great guy to hang out with, but presidential material, he was not. In the end, and I feel a little sorry for him. I think he was a guy that uh, was not—he was not very strong. He was not very independent, and he was easily controlled by those around him, mm-hmm. notably Palpatine. That's AKA like they the, uh
4: the awesome, the awesome uh, skit they had of Bush talking to Palin on Saturday Night Live, where he's like, "I don't think I saw that." Oh, he, it's it's Bush and Palin in the in the Oval Office or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, now nah, so you're probably you might be the next vice president." Just remember. Or, uh, you make all the decisions. The president can't do anything without talking to you and getting your opinion first. And she's all, um, I don't think that's the way it is. And he's like, really? Well, that's what Cheney told me on my first day <laughs> on the job. It's pretty funny.
3: I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I mean, I'm not upset. I didn't vote for Obama. I didn't vote for McCain. I actually voted for Bob Barr. Um... I'm not upset that Obama won. I'm actually, I'm actually Talk happy about your
4: vote not counting.
3: Yeah, I know. Um, if you're that worried about the, the biggest the, problem I the had, popular was vote. The night before, I was still undecided about who I wanted to vote for because I am okay with, or I, I like, for the most part, Obama's social policies. I'm not okay with his fiscal policies, and McCain is kind of the opposite for me. I I don't really like his social policies, like his. Well, and, and I say this, but both sides turned down gay marriage. But I like his fiscal policies better, so I was kind of mixed, and so I didn't, really didn't know which way to go. And so I looked up, you know, libertarians looked into it a little more, and they came. It came down to one sentence that they said that I really that I is how I live my life is that live and let live, and we'll worry about the little details. Basically, is to, to sum it up, and that's how I live my life. I don't care what you're doing as long as it doesn't hurt me, you know. And there should be small government, et cetera. And so that's why I voted mostly libertarian. Um, but I'm not upset. I'm, I'd actually prefer Obama to McCain. Um, but I'm worried now that, that we've got a full Democrat possession of, of the all the branches except Supreme Court. And so that could be good or bad. Because if they go completely one direction, that could be bad for the country as well. If we don't have a balance, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't want any tax. I don't want I'm tax. I'm
4: looking forward to something changing.
3: Well, I don't want the tax cuts to be repealed. I think that's ridiculous. Um, I Taxes do not need to be raised. See, I personally – personally, I don't mind paying taxes. I don't mind paying more. I, I do absolutely.
4: okay. I live an okay life. I'm not in the poorhouse. Yeah, There's other people that have it way worse than me. I don't mind helping them.
3: So Well, and see, that's where we differ because I don't mind helping you people either. just care either. about yourself. I do. I absolutely. Do. I care about the money I raise. Um, uh, what I don't like is my money forcibly being distributed to everyone else. What I would rather is that I give my money to the charities that I want and then they help those people. What have I don't you ever like? You've
4: given money to a charity? I
3: actually have. Yeah, I you know, I've given to United Way in the past and stuff like that and Red Cross. Um, but as I much would, as you've paid taxes? Uh, no, absolutely not. But at the same time, it should be up to me about how my wealth is redistributed at the same time. What I also don't like is I would feel I would feel better about taxes as far as the whole wealth redist- redistribution thing if more people were not taking advantage of welfare, and were not manipulating the system. Um, See, that's I would, why I really don't like it. I would them. feel better about taxes if we actually knew where everything was going. Yeah. If no, that's true,
4: politics were more where you knew what yeah. stuff was being spent on. Well, and and I shouldn't, I'd feel better about taxes if we weren't paying for a war that I didn't agree with.
3: Well, that too. And I, I shouldn't say just welfare, because that's not the entire thing, but... That's where I have I'd my I'd much rather problem. people
4: cheat on welfare than keep getting giving billions of dollars to a war.
3: Yeah. Well, and I, I agreed with the war at first with Afghanistan, but uh, obviously the whole Iraq thing was was a big debacle. Um, but unfortunately, we can't pull out now. I mean, we wrote the part of the country. We have to put it back together. I think we should and uh, at least do the best job we can. So, um, so as far as the other, I mean, we should talk about the other elections, I guess a little bit. Um, some other good things happened. And some bad things. I guess the worst thing that happened was in Proposition Eight did not pass California, which is fucking ridiculous. I can't believe it. It's fucking ridiculous. Though, I always forget
4: until I look at the map of the counties and yeah. how they vote in California. It's a it's a pretty big red state still.
3: I mean, it it's goes amazing. blue, but yeah. it's not. It's like Texas. It's only there so much. I'll tell you this: if if you voted for Obama and you voted for Proposition Proposition Eight, your vote should not be counted. That is ridiculous because. The fact that you're willing to vote for for one minority and not another is just absurd. And I don't care if you agree with the religious side of the gay lifestyle or not. I don't care if you agree with that or not. The fact is they are a minority in this country and they deserve to have equal rights. And I don't understand how people can do that. And where I guarantee where a lot of this came in was a lot of the minority vote, blacks, Latinos, etc., they voted for Proposition Eight, they voted for Obama and Proposition Eight, and that's ridiculous because they have been prosecuted in the past for being a racial minority, persecuted, persecuted, prosecuted, both. That's true. Both <laughs> should should also be voting for a sexual minority because they know how it feels to, to suffer through that. I don't care if your religion agrees with it or not. I really don't give a good goddamn about it. We're still a little ways from that. I, but,
4: I'm, well, you know, you know me, I'm 100 percent for it, but yeah, we just now got a black guy president. It's going to be a while the freeing the slaves and equal rights for black people yeah. came before equal rights for gay people or even acknowledging gay people existed, basically. Yeah. So, you know, they're a few years behind. They'll get there. It, it just it pisses me off. It, it sucks that... Which, you know, this has to piss the judges off that passed that, that said, mm. yes, it's legal. Yeah, They are... You know they're fucking pissed. I
3: think there's going to be a legal battle still.
4: Because oh, surely they have some kind of loophole where they can say... We, we, the judges, who just said this is legal, yeah. say this constitutional amendment
3: is illegal. But at the same time, if the people pass it, I think the people are probably the ultimate rule. I, I mean, if it was the legislature to say something, that'd be one thing. The Supreme Court could could veto it. But if the people pass it, it's, though it's supposedly, in this country, the will of the people. That is true. Um, and so I agree with it from that respect that, okay, the people voted for it, so therefore it should have passed. Yes. Now, morally speaking, no, absolutely not. But it's still, as, as a human being... It's absurd if you do not vote for it. If you don't like gay people on a religious stance, fine. But they're human beings and they deserve to have equal rights in this country. Um, I don't know. I've been really passionate about it for a long time. I'm not gay, but I am a, a strong believer in equal rights. Come out of the well. closet on the
4: show. It's okay. <laughs> okay.
3: I w- honestly, there's days I wish I was gay because it'd be a lot easier. But uh, I'm sure gay guys would. Oh, would let you I'm know. Sure they They really probably not. I don't know. Um, I like to think that in my head though be easier. <laughs> it, It's a lot better than my normal life Um, I guess the other good things was Washington State surprisingly I didn't know this was out there But they allowed um, uh, Physician assisted suicide Is now legally allowed in Washington State Which when I get old and I'm no longer able to move Or I no longer have a colon I'm going to Washington State to die I'm going to get someone to kill me uh, and Hopefully by the time we're old It'll be legal everywhere I hope that's so. probably still not in Texas. I don't really want to take a shotgun to my head because there's a point, like there's a point where I would commit suicide. Honestly, I don't want to be old. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm hoping to live forever. I don't want to forever. be old. I'm hoping by the time I'm fifty, we have cloning and we can just transfer our brains in, in, into a new body, like a studly, like twenty-one year old body. That'd be I'll awesome. I'll do that before I'm old. Then <laughs> I'll, do, I'll that do that tomorrow. That right now, yeah. Uh, and in Minnesota, they they medical marijuana has been uh, legalized in Minnesota, so I'm thinking about moving up to Minnesota and opening up a. Uh, a cafe, as it were, to uh, sell to the new patients. But
4: now is uh, is Minnesota closer to Washington um, or farther than Texas? Or it's probably I have about no the same. Idea. Huh?
3: It's probably about the same distance. Yeah. Let's to
4: say you'd be closer. So once you're done smoking your weed, you could just go get someone to kill you.
3: I'm not smoking, sir. I am going to sell. It's now I'm
4: not saying I won't sample the product. Yeah, but if you sell, then you most likely have more than the legal amount on
3: you. Maybe. The legal amount is less than an ounce or something like that. Well, I do have that. to do taste tests to make sure the product is up to standards. I mean, come on. But that is one... I mean, that's, a whole, that's the whole thing where the government's interfering, too. Like, a state can pass it, and then the uh, ATF or the DEA is coming in shutting down shops that have been legalized in that state, which is another thing that should be stopped. This is a whole thing where... See, I
4: I somewhat don't like that you have state laws and the federal laws. Yeah. Because... Then you have all these conflicting things. Like states think you should well, be able to have marijuana. Federal law doesn't. Yeah. Well, I, mean, here, I know there's 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 probably certain times when you need it because you mm-hmm. the federal government just can't run everything. It's just too much too much stuff. But seems like it would be a lot easier if you just had one set of people, one thing you're voting for. You're voting for federal laws. Yeah. Or you're not voting for federal well, laws. Well, and
3: okay, so a lot of people hate to hear this. <laughs> And I'm sure especially I people right out know what you say about especially it. people from the north hate to hear this right but obviously the Civil War was obviously mostly about slavery however at the basis of that most of it was marijuana <laughs> that because George Washington used to grow, used to grow a huge crop right um, but no but I mean the Civil War was about states rights and about how they determine their future because the country was set up somewhat like the European Union right where every state was supposed to be its own little country except we were a union. And we're supposed to behave somewhat the same way, where we can make our own laws. However, we're seeing this again—you know, some hundred hundred years later, whatever I guess, one hundred fifty years later—we're seeing this absurd infringement upon states' laws, like the DEA interfering with marijuana laws in in a, a certain state. It's ridiculous. And so, I don't know—we will probably never see another civil war, but it's it's patently absurd that we're seeing this infringement on our states' rights. We should demand that the Federal government, back the fuck off. And this is why I like libertarians, because smaller government. And that's where Republicans are supposed to be. And this is why I'm glad Obama referenced last night. He referenced Lincoln. That's where Republicans started out, was embracing diversity, embracing small government, embracing less taxes. And where where are the Republicans now? Big government, exclusionists, um, and, well, they're still about counting taxes. But, I mean, they're exclusionists and they're big government, and it's ridiculous. And that's where they should be, is embracing everyone in leaving everyone the fuck alone but we don't get that anymore so I'm a little passionate about the subject let's get good, pol- good political talk it's a good survey as well I am ready to take a break uh, so I guess on the other side it's just going to be you and me um, very rarely uh, I guess we'll be talking about The Shield I don't remember the name of the episode we'll do, do, we'll do Shield Talk alright sounds good we'll be back in a minute
0: you're listening to The Break Room bad kids are stupid Hey kids, power up your score on Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 2. Call the Power Phone for Nintendo players. Get high scoring tips and find out how you can get a free Super Power Patch. Call 1-900-909-3500. Uh-huh let Zelda down. Call the Power Phone. Dial 1-900- 909-3500. Power up your game. Destroy Ganon and get a free super power patch. Call the Power Phone for Nintendo players. Get the secret clues and tips on Punch-Out, Contra, Gauntlet, Kung Fu, Donkey Kong, Double Dragon, and more. Call now. 1-900- 909-3500. Just $2 for the first minute, Twenty-five cents each additional minute. Ask mom or dad first. The Power Phone is an independent information source, not affiliate with Nintendo. Nintendo and Nintendo products are registered trade marks of Nintendo America.
3: Hey everybody, it's F-13. You know, you might not realize it, but I've got a pretty long history with the break room. Hey fellas, it's F-13. Uh, yeah, Marcus, this is F-13. And then she wouldn't even remember it. Exactly. That is is an excellent point. Out, go out.
1: (laughs) Out, go out, go out. Gasoline high five.
3: Out, 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 go out, out, go out, 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 go, out, out, out. I do my own show now called Cinema Diabolica. Check us out for all of your horror and underground cult movie needs at cinemadiabolica.com. Out, go out, go out, gasoline,
1: high five. Viewer discretion advised.
4: Welcome back. So this is The Shield. Week 10. We don't have a three-minute three-minute recap for you because fx sucks too incompetent to put up
3: the promo yes and time for us to do our show
4: dude that is one of my biggest pet peeves about tv station websites if you're gonna promise you're gonna put something online if you're gonna say hey you can look here for the new episode or the three-minute recap or updated episode stuff fucking update it yeah i hate that shit be consistent that's your only damn job you know there's some guy whose only job is to update the fx website and yeah. probably one guy dedicated just to The Shield can't get the shit online.
3: Well, what do they care? That shows out, go out right now anyways. That's true. But they've been trying to update it. They just do it late. Yeah, I know. Yep. And so, their website sucks anyway, so.
4: So we have, um, this episode was called. I have no idea. Wikipedia. It was called Party Lines. Party Lines. Yep.
3: And uh, it's a pretty good episode, I thought. Well, um, as far as what happened, basically it was an interesting episode. There was kind of a contrast. Uh, most of the time during the episode, the whole Shane story was concentrated on Mara and Shane and Jackson and their "quote unquote" domestic life in this home they broke into the last random week. House, yeah, the random house. I mean, they have sexy time in a pool. They're they grilling hamburgers, playing hide and seek. Shane plays the piano badly. Um, etc. Um, the the whole Vic thing is, of course, he's still trying to track Shane down. Um, at the same time, he's trying to secure a job with ICE, and uh, he's kind of run into a problem with Aceveda, who they so I don't understand how they got to this conclusion basically, but somehow they've kind of determined that only one man can be the true asset for ICE. Either Vic or Aceveda. This is what Vic and Aceveda have determined. Uh-huh. I don't know how they came to that conclusion, but whatever. So they're both both trying to one up each other. Uh, Aceveda decides that he's going to, in front of the new um, the boss from Mexico that comes in to supervise Pizuela, he decides he's going to man up on Pizuela, pulls a gun on him and beats his ass in front of Vic. Um, Vic then decides decides to roll on the guy from Mexico. Uh, the Honcho and the Honcho orders him to kill Pozuela to earn his supposed stripes. So Pozuela gets greenlit, green and basically, after that, that's into end of the show for Pozuela. And uh, Vic, you know, like, fate kills him basically in the street and brings him into ICE to try to secure his job. Uh, but they basically told him, We're more about Aceveda, and of course, Aceveda wants it because that will ensure his mayorship. Um, on the other side of the Vic story, Corinne has pulled in Dutch and Claudette and uh, has decided to confess a lot of what she knows, but, again, she's turning into a pathetic character because she's not revealing everything she knows. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say anything about Terry Crowley, uh, or, really, she says she mentions Armenians but doesn't mention the money train. Um, Mostly just that they tried to kill Shane. Right, exactly. And uh, so she turns out to be a wimp once again. Uh, and in the end... There, there wasn't really wasn't much of a story other than that. Yeah, there really wasn't a ton that happened in this episode. It no, was a, I thought it was a decent episode. Yeah,
4: but there wasn't a ton that actually happened. I didn't like. Well, I thought it was. I know they were trying to go for. Let's try and show Shane and what's her name. Mm. Like, let's just try and focus in on how they're going to let themselves get carried away in this thinking they're too secure when they're not really that yeah. secure. A little of that was a little goofy, especially the pool scene.
3: It was. I was like, oh, okay. It was goofy, but I, I'll tell you, I actually enjoyed this episode more than I than the last episode, and I think it was because of that dynamic. It was that that what you just said. I enjoyed that that division between the two sides, and I thought it showed a good, a good si- a good side of Shane, which we rarely see. That he actually has a good side. He's not always a rat, despite the horse tooth jackassedness that he is. What I like is that Shane stands up to Vic.
4: I like that yeah. Shane
3: has decided
4: fuck you. I'm done with you. Yeah. I tried to get back on your good side. Mm. You still tried to kill me. Now you're just going to have to deal with me. Well, and that's, he
3: doesn't, you know, he doesn't bullshit them. Yeah. He just says, what's up. Well, especially not in this episode because they get kicked out of the the house when a real, a realtor shows up and they pull a gun on her. So they, they have to hit the streets. We didn't mention that Vic has hired. Did you mention this? Vic? No, that's what I was about to mention. Vic has apparently hired gains, gangs, and has said that there's a bounty on Shane's head, $10,000. Of course, Shane has $100,000 that he stole from the, uh, the uh, Armenian cartel in the busted drug assassination attempt by Vic. Um, and so when they're on the streets looking for a new place, a, some gang members recognize them and decide to hold them up. Shane says he'll pay them 20000 to leave them alone. Then they discover he has 100000 to take his money. I'm sorry,
4: but you can get further away from Gang Central yeah, so that, that you're not seen. Yeah. You can stay in L.A., yeah. stay you know in the state...
3: And not be in a neighborhood where someone recognizes you as a cop I'm sorry, but honestly, I think it is probably way easier to get out of LA than they're making it yes. do You know the millions of cars that are on the freeway And they do not know the license plate And some random CHP is going to see them on the side of the, I don't know And Shane
2: can talk his way
4: out of that, he's an ex-cop Yeah he still had his badge. They never took his badge away. Exactly. He's got a badge. He could flash it if he wants
3: to. Yeah, absolutely. He could flash to a CHP, and they would never know the difference. And besides that, no cop is going to... The, the, the chances of them actually seeing him, seeing that one specific car, recognizing Shane, are like 1 in 99 billion jillion percent. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. This, this whole contrived plot is a little bit much, and it is wearing a bit thin on me. I mean, he could have run to Oxnard or... Some other place by now. He could have got to Mexico. He could have gotten to Mexico. This whole oh, we got to wait on the presidential
4: motorcade is Plus, stupid. He knows how to get to Mexico quietly. Yeah, he's done it before. He's helped people do it Absolutely. plenty. He knows Absolutely. what he's doing.
3: Yeah, and so that that whole plot, plot, that whole plot, and that whole plot is is very contrived, and I really don't enjoy that aspect of it. I wish they had a better reason for them staying in L.A. What I do love, which I still don't like, that the wives have so much to do
4: with the episodes lately because yeah. I just don't like the actresses. But what I do love, I love that Shane's wife is being honest with him. Yeah, she's like, you know what, we're in this together. I'm not going to screw you over right now. Hmm. She may still do it at some point, but up until now, she's with him a hundred percent of the way. Well, it's looking like Cla- oh, yeah, we. So Claudette gets on the phone whenever Shane's wife is calling Vic's wife to try yeah. and get police information. Right, Claudette's listening in because Vic's wife has turned. You know, she's went to them for help. Claudette ends up talk, speaking up and saying, hey, this is Claudette. Mm. We want to help you out. And Shane doesn't know what's going on. Yes, Shane's not on the phone. We want to help you out. We'll give you immunity. We can't promise that for Shane. Cla- you know, she's honest. We yeah. can't promise that to Shane. We just want to get Vic worse. Yeah. We want to get Vic worse than Shane, and we don't want to get you at all. Just call me back. Let me know what's up. Don't tell Shane. Mm. She hangs up the phone. She thinks about it, but then she tells Shane, you know. That she with, the, with the, police. the police. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. That's the one thing that I have liked about her so far is that, you know, we got to kill someone, lock someone in a closet, yeah. Yeah. Pull, a, pull a gun on someone. On realtor, yeah.
3: I'm 100% down with that. She's basically the female version of Shane. Yeah. Except with, I love that she's just in it to win it. Yeah. she That's basically it. She's in it to win it. That And you got to, I guess you do have to like that about the character symbol. I have never liked her before.
4: These episodes have made me
3: like her. Yeah. Yeah. And while Corinne, I completely hate her, despite what happened last episode, I hate the fact that she's a complete doormat. I would
4: say if we had a. If we had a episode of current actresses that are on TV, yeah. the top 10 ugliest, Vic's wife would be in that for me. She is so ugly. I think that's what I don't like. She's just so ugly. Well, I was going to say mean. that. I know it's mean. It but, is mean.
3: You, uh, you as a liberal should not be that. She's the ugliest actress ever. As a liberal, you should be looking underneath her skin. She's not the ugliest ever.
4: She's just not You should be looking at, her, at her muscle
3: tissue. Examining how she looks. Dramatic. I am. I
4: see a bunch of fat and old, crusty tissue. Um, oh, and I did notice this, and I've noticed this the last few episodes. Yeah, Aceveda is wearing a shitload of makeup. Really? I Yeah. Guess I didn't he used that. to have the big like acne scarring going on, and you can still kind of see it. But it's yeah. like he has makeup like pasted over it, and his skin's all like way too, way too smooth looking <laughs> compared to what it used to look like.
3: I probably would too if I was in his position, though. It's
4: just so funny. Like, come on. It looked better when he was, like, rougher looking guy. Now he's like, he looks like he's almost plastic.
3: If I had Edward James almost face, I'd do it too. I do
4: like that he kicked one dude's ass and pulled a gun on
2: him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Pizuela. We didn't even mention the other thing. While Mara was on that call with Corinne slash Claudette, Shame's on the phone with Vic and basically told him because they got robbed, because they put a bounty on his head, that that was it. And he had just sent a letter off to the barn. With some crime to I hope he really did. Which we did not just bsing. Him. Well, that's the thing. We didn't see him do that. Yeah, you don't see him do that. Yeah. So who knows? And so I think he actually didn't send it. I think he did that as a diversionary tactic to just keep Vic off his ass and, and go Vic, look for the letter.
4: He tells Vic, "You have to get me a hundred thousand dollars to replace the yeah, money that, that the gang members took from me."
3: Yeah. Which I don't know why Vic is succumbing to that. Once the letter is gone, if he thought the letter was gone, let's try to stop the letter. Fuck the money. Oh, well,
4: that's what Shane's saying. Give me the money and stop the letter. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because if you don't stop the letter and you don't give me the money, I'm going to send the rest of the shit. I don't know. I would take,
3: he has lots of stuff. I get and Of course which, he has lots of stuff.
4: I don't know how but, much... He has lots of stuff, but how much of it is real evidence? Yeah. That's what I... Other than it's his written word. written yeah. statements from him. I yeah. mean, how much is real evidence?
3: And he's another bad and he's cop. he's on
4: the run for trying to kill the cops, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Ronnie, and. In- And Ronnie, we got Ronnie. Ronnie was thinking about running. Who? Yeah, he tries to talk Vic into just taking off and going to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Why doesn't anyone ever want to go to Canada? Why do they all just decide to go to Mexico?
3: It seems like be easier to get into Canada. I don't know. I I don't think so. I think it's a lot easier to get into Mexico actually these days. Mm -hmm. You can cross the border, but you just can't come back. It's pretty easy for me to get into Canada when I went. That's because you're white.
4: Those guys are white. That's true. Though Ronnie has a beard, though. They might discriminate. Uh, they do discriminate. He actually looks kind of Canadian. He could probably get in
3: there. He could put a Mountie hat on. <laughs> um, so that, that's pretty much it as far as the what happened during the episode. Um, yeah, want? I mean, it had storyline, but it wasn't a
4: ton. No. Nothing really, really big happened.
3: And I, I talked to Dirty Dirty about this last night a little bit, but uh, he did not like this episode as much as the, as the last one. I didn't either. Um,
4: the last episode was the best episode they had in a long time. Or oh, the episode before last. Yeah, that's episode what, that.
3: yeah. The la- I actually like this episode. I like better this than one the last better than the last one. one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but the last one I didn't care for that much. I kind of skipped a lot of it, it. It does feel like they're stalling a little bit. So I'm hoping that okay, we got three episodes left. Shit has got to start hitting the fan. Next episode, people need to start dying, and I hope that you're gonna have to have people die. You're gonna have to pe- have people get caught.
4: You're gonna yeah. have to pe- have people get a sentence handed out to them or something like that. Yeah. Then you're going to have to close the storylines.
3: I mean, I'm I'm anticipating that we're not going to see any sort of epilogue where Vic goes on trial and goes to jail. I'm guessing people are going to die. And I'm guessing Vic's going to die and Shane's going to die and maybe Alcoveda. I don't know. I'm, I'm I want I'm hoping everybody dies. Hopefully actually. Dutch loses it.
4: They go back to the episode where Dutch killed the cat. Yeah. His psycho side comes out, and he serial kills everybody
3: in the last three episodes. That would episodes. be awesome. He teams up with the kid. The Dutch and the killer kid, kid, kid. kid team up
4: and just kill everybody and get away with it.
3: And right after he slices Vic's throat, he reaches over to the uh, serial killer mom and kind of makes out with her and gives a little blood tongue. That would be awesome. That would make the perfect ending to the that series. That would make Dutch the ultimate badass. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs>
4: Uh, okay, I don't really like anyone. I don't want anyone to live that's on there except for a few people. I like Dutch. I want yeah. Dutch to live. I don't like Vic anymore. I don't like Ronnie anymore. Ronnie used to be
3: all right. Yeah. I can't stand him anymore because he's just such a pansy. I'm hoping they kill Julian while they're at it. Yeah, Julian is back to being coolster Julian. I hope he gets. I hope he gets shot in the line of duty. Spanish girl wasn't in the episode again. Yeah, Ronnie's hopefully totally she gone. just gets naked and then dies.
4: I don't like Billings that much.
3: Bill, yeah, Billings, I don't know. I don't like Claudette that much. Wouldn't it be awesome, though, if Billings is the only one that survives? Like, he's the only or, one that survives the entire shootout. This is what I think is going to happen. Vic's daughter will kill everybody
4: and be the only one that lives. Or Vic's son, his autistic son, will kill everyone and be the only one it that, that lives. He comes out,
3: he's like, like Stewie from Family Guy. He just assassinates everybody. Yep. And yeah. he's just sitting alone in the middle of a room in a pool full of blood. <laughs> just being autistic that in would the be middle great. of a room. That would be awesome. Um... Well, you want to play the Hetz comments since you had a couple? Oh, yes. I forgot about that. I was so wondering what com- you were ke- keeping on about to say. We can uh, comment on his comments. Okay, here we go.
0: You might want to save this till the end of the episode because I'm going to talk about the latest episode of The Shield. It's 7.20 in the morning and I've am got half a load on because i just come off a third shift. I hate Mara. And I hate horse tooth jackass. And the scene where they're playing house together and in the pool made me want to vomit. <laughs> the scene where he's cooking hamburgers and she's laying there and talking about how they want to have a, a nice house on the coast and they can get one for a hundred grand in Columbia. I was hoping that Vic Mackey would have came out from behind the corner, <laughs> shot both of them in the head, and that fucking Jackson, and killed them all. I want these people gone. <laughs> to my synopsis for the latest episode of The Shield. Have a nice day.
3: All right, and then we have a follow comment.
0: And one more thing: Vic's wife is fucking heinous.
3: Fucking what? I think he said heinous. Heinous. Okay.
4: Well, Which you. I obviously agree with that. And one yeah?
0: more thing: Vic's wife is fucking heinous.
4: Heinous. I think he's saying heinous.
3: Okay. I, yeah, I, I'm confused. Maybe that's a she's heinous. He agrees word. with
4: me. I love you, the head.
3: Yeah, you know, and
4: I didn't like those scenes either. Even though I can't say I don't like Mara because she's right. kind of growing on me. I don't like. I didn't like those scenes very much.
3: And see, I did. I enjoyed the division just because it's I got what they were so doing.
4: Different. I totally saw yeah. where they were going. They were trying to show you know he's not paying attention. They're kind of living in their fairy tale land, yeah. which it is a fairy tale land if they think a hundred thousand dollars is that right. much money. that well, is not that much money even in Columbia especially in California. Yes, but even if they go to Columbia, $100,000 yeah. is not going to buy you a gigantic house
3: well, on the beach. not to keep yourself anonymous in Columbia, no. Yes. Um, what I – I thought it went on too long, that scene, but I did enjoy it from the beginning. You know, I I enjoyed it from the beginning. I didn't enjoy it as long as it went. The whole piano playing thing was too much. Et cetera. Yeah, it went on weird. way too long. That was just weird because Shane's not a piano guy. Not at all. But I did enjoy – I enjoyed the, the division of scenes, how they're relaxed on one side and it's stressful on the other. I enjoyed that. Um, the reason I don't know why I feel bad about talking about Sean Ryan's wife. Um, as far as her attractiveness level, because because Corinne is Sean's Sean Ryan's the creator of the show's wife. So I feel like that's I know, why she still has a job. I know why. I know that he listens to this show because we're America's favorite podcast. Really, well, let's face it, we're the world's favorite podcast. So I know he listens, and so I feel bad about talking about someone like that. So I'm not gonna con I He knows.
4: He knows what's up. What's cup? He knows what's up.
3: <laughs> so, we have three episodes left. Um, I think my prediction is that, is that Shane and Vic both die. I think that's the best way it could end, honestly. Yeah, hopefully. I hope so. Um, I, I hope Do- I hope Dutch lives. Although I wouldn't be upset if he died. Um but I'm hoping they won't, he's,
4: they won't kill Dutch.
3: I think Claudette's Dutch is have never in a situation where he could die. A, well, he could be in a shootout. I mean, he could come take down Vic or something. Probably not. <laughs>
4: um, I'm guessing Dutch and Dutch and Claudette will hook up in the end.
3: Yeah, they're going to have like a gangbang with with uh, Dan. They'll,
4: they'll go in Claudette's office and close the door and get it on. All right,
3: with Billings, a, a Billings, Dutch, Billings Claudette will just be threesome. sitting there watching, We're recording. With the guy who made granny porn in that one episode. i eating some food of was vending machine and watching. <laughs> um, so, I say thumbs up in the episode uh, better than last week, um, but I'm hoping with three episodes left, this thing better fucking ratchet up in the next few episodes, or this is going to be severely disappointing. Severely. So Dave, what do you say? I say so. You say so? I say yes so. Yes so. That's... <laughs> I say thumbs up You say yes I say yes, let's
4: go out Go out Go out Do you have an exit Or can I play what I want
3: uh, I was just gonna Play our number If I can find it Go for it If I can find it That's the question In the
4: background I'll be playing The Refreshments
3: One of my all time Favorite bands <laughs> This should be On your top five On your iPod hit And uh, go look for Roger Klein And the Peacemakers While you're at it Yes well, There no longer Is a Refreshments So you yeah, can that's look true. for them They became Roger Klein. Jack versus Jose One of my favorite songs all right, so here's our number.
1: Call the break room at two one four three two nine nine eight two seven.
0: Don't be a douchebag. Leave a message. That's two one four three two nine nine
2: eight
3: two seven. Oh, and we should say thanks to um, a couple people left uh, comments on iTunes for us. New people. Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember the one of the people. I know the head left was one comment on iTunes. I can't remember the other person, uh, but they left some great comments. I think on, since we have two feeds, they left it on separate feeds. Uh, but thanks for the comments, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, and if you would like to leave a comment on iTunes, uh, I don't know how much it helps us, but it helps us, and I appreciate that. Uh, I think the second feed, if you search for Breakroom in iTunes, if you search for the second feed, I think that's the real feed uh, the non pickled embryo slash Bionicast slash whatever feed. Man, how are we not number one anymore? Uh What do you mean? Prison Break is number one. Well, it's because it's pr- fucking Prison Break. Yeah, but we used to be number one on the break room. Well, that's because everybody started incorporating break rooms into their shows. Um, it can't even find us anymore. Oh, you gotta set, you gotta separate break and room in your I search. Did the first time, it's it's down the bottom. It's we used to come up number one though. I know. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's down the bottom though. Scroll down podcast is like the very last thing. no scroll down in the top menu the top purple portion uh, podcast is the very last thing I think it's the second feed uh, anyways the head left its comment I appreciate that email us at breakroom at gmail.com go to on Twitter the Twitter twitter.com slash the break room uh, twitter.com slash chopper and twitter.com slash the mark uh, we have a myspace page but I don't know that anybody cares um. Yeah, we have a comment from the head. I think we read that one already, though. Did we? Okay, I can't remember. And uh, someone else left a comment. Um, but we do King appreciate King Mob. It. Uh, no, there was the, the Texas Tinged Entertainment. Yeah, that's the head again too. Oh wait a minute! Oh screw me. So he left two comments. Thanks the head. Never mind. King Mob did too. Whoever that is. Well, I appreciated King Mob and thanks to Adam D Eight who left an email le- earlier. Uh, we welcome anyone's opinion. Um. You know, if you guys want to contribute to S.H.I.E.L.D. Talk, feel free, if you watch the S.H.I.E.L.D., feel free to contribute like the Het did this week, and he commented on time before we actually aired the show. We always record Wednesday nights, uh, like 7.30-ish Central Time. So you can contribute to that. If you have any movie reviews, feel free to tell us them out. We'll play your voicemails and talk about it. Um, I don't know. Past that. Dirty Let's... Dirty will be back next week. Should be, yeah. Hopefully, unless he
4: decides to... Stay in uh, the middle of nowhere where in going to. Yeah. Missouri? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Well, I would. I mean, it's practically paradise, that Missouri. Uh, anything else, Dave? I think that's it. Um, well, we will uh, catch you guys next week, I guess.
4: Here's a little refreshments on your way out. Have a good weekend. goes a little faster right we're just gonna let the song play out